Okay, I want to come in right off the top. I've actually recorded the podcast already. You'll hear that in, mo- in a moment. I do want to apologize for the microphone. Um, I did not have my podcast mic plugged in correctly, and you'll be hearing the computer mic instead. And it's not great, but I, I do believe that it is fine. I had actually started recording it for a second time, but realized that, you know, to, to, to try to do it again, maybe I could have done better, but it just, I just didn't feel like I would have done a better job on it. So, uh, apologies for the mic quality. Um, but again, it's not, it's not too bad. So thank you. Welcome into the Puttcraft Podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. This is an instant reaction to tonight's Evolution League debut, or E-League for short. It was at Lilliput. Caden Hasilius was your winner. He came in at a 14 under par. In second place, Robin Schwartzman at 10 under par. In third place, Michael Carlson at 1 under par. In fourth place, Mark Janini at one over par, fifth place Cameron Aselius at four over par, and sixth place Asher Vandemark at seven over par. Several um, real quick thoughts and maybe a couple of deeper thoughts on tonight's um, uh, event. First off, I thought it was really good. I, I thought it went well. Um, th- there were a, f- a fair share of bad bounces among uh or amongst all of <laughs> the uh the players tonight there were some bad breaks there were some there were some head scratching ball movement i don't know if it was related to um the the soaking that the course got um both tonight and earlier in the week or or last week i should say uh but i i, I don't think it was necessarily uh unrelated there was also just some weird, bad breaks, um, and and we can start off with hole one, uh, where the top three finishers, Caden, Robin, and Michael, all went par down the line. Mark Janini registered two bogeys. Cameron Aselius had a bogey, uh, and then Asher actually, uh, or Asher Vandermark, registered an eight, and it was. Um, you know, he, he was probably hitting these shots a little bit too hard, but still the bounces he was getting was just unlucky bounce after unlucky bounce. It really, really set the tone early for Asher's night, um, to register an eight on the opening hole, um, and, and to watch some of those balls bounce out of the, uh, track was, was, was really, really, really frustrating for him. But second hole, things were covered nicely. Not a single bogey was registered on the second hole all night long, all birdies and pars, um, which was obviously really, really, really nice to see. Um, the separation from from the top of the leaderboard to the bottom of the leaderboard really started taking hold on hole three, in addition to hole one, but on hole three as well, where we saw Caden and Celius go um, par, excuse me, birdie eagle. Robin Schwartzman go par par. Michael Carlson goes um, bogey eagle, and then Mark Janini registered a seven and a five or a par. 
Uh, Cameron Seeley is registered a seven and actually an eagle there. Uh, so four strokes difference between Cameron's first 18 and back 18. And then Asher Vandermark went seven par as well. Um, there was some struggles on hole five and hole 10. Uh, every single player tonight registered at least a bogey on hole five. Um, and at least a bogey on hole 10. That was the only hole that you would see that for, um, you know, you know, so it, hole 10, it, it looks the same. It feels the same, but I'm telling you, man, there's something different about that jump. And I don't know if it's just the Dred Scott's fifth hole jump that's in my brain, but there were some struggles with that jump tonight. We saw, I mean, even Caden, the winner, went bogey, bogey. Robin went par bogey. Michael went five, six or double bogey, triple bogey. Mark Janini went par double bogey. Cameron registered an eight and a two on that hole. And then Asher Vandermark went par triple bogey. So struggles all around on hole five. Um, uh, no birdies on hole eight. Um, and there was only one on hole 11. So hole eight didn't register a single birdie. I should note there were all pars except for two bogeys on hole eight uh, by the first place finisher, Caden, and then the last place finisher, Asher, both registered bogeys on that hole. Everybody else went straight pars all the way down the line. And then on hole 11, um, uh, the only birdie on hole 11 was from Robin Schwartzman. Uh, everybody else went pars or worse on hole 11. So, you know, overall, quite a bit of, of, of struggle tonight. Um, and, and I have a theory for that. But before we go into that theory, um, I do want to point out one interesting thing. Caden's 14 under. Um, would have placed him outside of the top five at the last three Lily Putt events. It would have placed him inside the top five at the first two Lily Putt events, but outside of the top five at the last three Lily Putt events, um, which, you know, is, is just something that I, I think is, um, is interesting to me. Another thing that's interesting to me and might be interesting to some of you as well is that you know, Caden was great. Caden was granted a late eligibility um, or he was granted eligibility because I changed the eligibility. So for those of you who don't know, originally the E-League was going to uh, make anybody who finished in the top three ineligible for six months. I changed that to three months. And, you know, I was checking the leaderboard late in the night. I was like, oh, Caden's going to win this. And that's going to look kind of bad. Um, but ultimately, I believe it was the right decision. I still think it's the right decision. Um, Caden, of course, finished in second place at um, Golf Zone in March. So it has been more than three months, but less than six months. And I think what pushed me over the edge on that was just, you know, essentially what happened last uh, Tuesday at Centennial Lakes, where we had a five-way tie for third place between Eric Aselius, Josh Benish, Mike Pendleton, Tony Vandemark, and Zach Aselius. Uh, having that 
you know, happened was, you know, just, just kind of changed my mind on it saying, you know what, we can't make everybody ineligible for e-league events. Um, so I, I, I feel good about three months, um, being that mark, but you know, maybe it's a percentage, you know, maybe it's, and I'm sorry, I'm just thinking out loud here. I apologize for that. But maybe it's uh, you finish in the top five, 15 or less percent of the time or 20 or less percent of the time or something like that. Because, you know, if you play out of your mind for one event, um, because keep in mind, years from now, there's not going to be two E-League events in the summer. There's going to be a lot of E-League events. And, you know, I'd, I'd hate for somebody to be like, oh, I lost my whole summer of E-League eligibility because one night I played completely out of my mind um, and, and finished in a five-way tie for third place, <laughs> where if somebody would have hit a, a six-foot putt at the end, I would have finished in fourth place. You know, so so maybe as we progress down here, maybe as we evolve, if you will, uh, we change that a little bit. So that is a conversation for a different day. Um, not a single ace tonight, which was, you know, a bit surprising. There were a couple of very close calls. Um, I will say on 18, there were a couple of close calls. Um, I'm trying to think of where the other close calls were. Some some really, really nice shots. Um, I want to say it was – sometimes I really struggle with holes, and I apologize for that. I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, a couple of you almost registered. Uh, I want to make sure I get this right here before I before I go down this road here. A couple of you almost registered. Um, and I think the couple of you was Mark Janini and Caden Asilius. I could be wrong. This wasn't that long ago. Almost registered double eagles on hole seven. Um, you. You were really close. Uh, I'm taking a look here. Caden had a three. Michael had a three. Cameron had a three. Maybe it wasn't Mark Giannini. I, I apologize. But essentially really set themselves up with awesome tee shots. And, you know, coming down, there's not really quite an angle to the hole. It's about a 30, 35-foot putt. Actually, probably closer to 40 feet. But the ball kind of fades or, 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 or moves to the left. And a couple of you almost hit that shot. I know it was Caden and I think it was somebody else as well. Um, you know, we're, we're less than a foot away from double eagles. I, I have them on video and I think those will be good enough, um, to, to share because they were near double eagles. And Zach, if you're listening to this, I will get to your thing in a second. I'm waiting till the end. <laughs> So, uh, if you look at the stats page, I outlined the E-League in orange. Curious what your thoughts are on that. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Uh, I've added uh, columns for top five finishes E-League and and wins E-League to both the season stats and the uh, career stats. I have already uploaded uh, or updated, excuse me, 
both the season stats and the career stats, I should note that the leaderboards are always up the night of the event. Depending on how late I get home and how things go, I try to get the career stats and the season stats updated. I will be very honest with you. I have not done a very good job of that this season. Uh, for example, I just updated the Centennial Lakes career stats or added Centennial Lakes to your career stats two nights ago or, or, or yesterday, I guess, uh, Sunday night. I'm going to try to get better at doing that the night of the event. Tonight, there was only six players, so it, it was it, it was pretty easy um, to get those uploaded. I feel really good about E-League. And honestly, I think I would have said that regardless of how many people came out tonight. And my hypothesis, I don't think I ever got to this, for why there was some struggle tonight why there was some higher scores than, you know, cause you can take a look at, 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 at Cameron's past performance at Lilliput. You can take a look at Robin's past performance at Lilliput. I actually think Robin did pretty well in comparison to her past performance at Lilliput. Give me one second here. Okay. So this was Robin's third trip to Lilliput and she, her first trip, June 3rd, 2021, she actually registered an 18 under par. That was a tie for second place with Joe Holm. And in later that year, August 24th, 2021, um, she registered a 10 under par, which was the score that she also registered tonight. It should be noted that that 10 under par also included a double eagle on hole three, the first double eagle in Puttcraft history. So, um, you know, so, so Robin went 10 under tonight. She's done 10 under before and she did eight, 18 under as well. Um, I know Cameron didn't perform up to what he thought he was capable of. Cameron's last trip to Lilliput, which would have been, um, in May, um, he registered a 10 under par. Speaking of 10 under par tonight, he was four over par. That's a 14 stroke difference. Uh, this was Caden's first trip to Lilliput. And Michael Carlson, I believe, has been to Lilliput as well. I think he was here earlier in uh, this May. Let me take a quick glance at that. So this was this was Michael's first trip to Lilliput as well. So a lot of first trips to Lilliput tonight, which is actually kind of surprising. Um, Marcinini's first trip, uh, Asher's first trip, Kane's first trip. Not Robin's first trip, not Cameron's first trip. My theory... I'm finally getting to this. I apologize. My theory on, on why there was some higher scores than I think I, I personally was expecting tonight is nerves. I think there was some nerves out there. Um, I think there were players, all of the players came in tonight believing that they could win, which was the point. And I'm really happy about that. I'm not happy about players getting nerves and, um, you know, not performing up to the, 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 they, their own ability, if you will. Uh, but I think that's the point. That's, it's, it's good practice. That's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to emulate a, a situation where you can come out and win an event, um, with the hopes of that becoming a normal feeling for you down the road. So, you know, maybe I'm off my rocker a bit here, but that's what I saw. Um, and, you know, confirm, deny, that's totally fine. I, uh, you know, obviously we're all, we're all in our own situations. Um, I know that I don't perform as well 
under the spotlight uh, is a sport wise here when, you know, when the pressure is on. And, you know, for example, if I'm in an empty gym shooting free throws, I can shoot a heck of a lot better than I can in front of a whole group of people. That's just always the way it's been for me. Um, so getting that practice, I, I think, is is a really good thing. Um, so overall, really successful. I'm really happy with how things went tonight. We do have one additional E-League event later this summer. We're going to be going to Loon's Nest on a Monday night in August. And let me just get the uh, August 21st at Loon's Nest. We will be doing our second E-League event of the summer. And then, of course, we will be going back to Loon's Nest. Not, of course. We'll be going to Loon's Nest in September uh, for an open event. I'm trying to get in the habit of calling them open versus E-League. And we'll also be adding youth leagues as well. All right. So I witnessed Zach Aselius, who was not playing in tonight's event, but who was there. And, you know, before I get to that, it was great to see everybody out. Tom Loftus came out. Eric Aselius came out. Tony Vandemark came out. Uh, Zach Aselius came out, which I mentioned before. Uh, so it, it was cool. A lot of you got a lot of practice in. Um, it was great to have the support there, the fans there, if you will added a little extra pressure. I think that was really great. I think that was really great of everybody to come out and and, and support their fellow Puttcraft players. I witnessed off the putter head of Zach Aselius a one on hole 16. This was not in play, not in competition. This was outside of competition. I don't know if this is a shot he would attempt to hit you know, let's say he's up one stroke with three to play. Is he going to go for this uh, one on a five uh, triple eagle condor? Somebody was calling it a condor. That's a cool word. That's a cool name. I mean, condors are cool, I guess. I've, I've never met one myself, but um, so it's possible. I gave you guys a hard time because I said it wasn't possible. Um, and And it's obviously possible. In an exhibition setting, you will never do that in a real event. Never. <laughs> okay, I'm having a lot of fun now. Uh, I will return tomorrow night, Tuesday night, with a Duluth primer. Things are looking good for Duluth. I am setting betting markets have set the over under on Friday night's event at 13 and a half participants and Saturday's event at 10 and a half participants. So that's great. I'm excited about that. That's great. Several of you at, at a minimum five of you are making the trip up North. Uh, I don't want to spoil anyone's vacation plans or, you know, anything like that or let everybody know about everybody's vacation plans or if this is a business trip for you. But at least five of you are coming up from the cities. We have registrations coming in from Duluth folks already. Um, I have friends up, up in Duluth who are going to participate. So really, really, really looking forward to it. And um, Tomorrow night will be all things Duluth. So I'll save a bunch of things for there. I can't wait to chat with you then. Thank you again for everybody who came out tonight to our first Evolution League event. And we will chat with you soon.